I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us, yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family, yeah, Morning, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Ray. We are in there. We are in the boat, guys, and we are glad that you're here uh, listening. And if you're uh, watching YouTube, thanks for checking us out. Um, it's a happy Wednesday, as usual. A busy week, Richie, right? Um, can you give us some updates on what's happening with uh, coffee and carpentry? Coffee and carpentry. We're in, um, we are recording episode three, mm-hmm. having a lot of fun um, yes. with the team. Uh, great uh, coffee shop. Great owner, uh, super cool story, very good coffee. Mm, super good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good coffee. Um, a really cool project that we're building. Yes. I mean, it's taking <laughs> about a week and a half, so uh, mm-hmm. we're putting a lot of love into it, and I uh, hope he likes it. We'll be installing it this week. So, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, last of the film, the delivery. So uh, super excited about Coffee and Carpentry Episode 3. Please tune in. Yeah, tune in, tune in. But uh, today, guys, we are on the boats, and today's theme is going to be contracts 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 contracts. all right so let's hit the first stream what are the essential items you recommend in a contract for builders essential items yeah essential items yeah Mm -hmm. contracts are important uh contracts are uh you know a document a law document right set between Mm -hmm. uh homeowners and builders so what are these essential items that i recommend um I mean, number one, you got to uh, follow the law. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. So just establish that that's recommended. You know, yeah. there are some items, um, you know, when we're getting our license that they they make sure we're educated on what to put in your contracts. Very important mm. to put your, your construction uh, company name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> essential <laughs> very essential uh you know all those things uh your license number the address of your establishment um ad, you know those the address of where you're doing work mm. very important that's mm. essential don't just put uh uh uncle bobo's name uh you know uh, on on uh, the corner next to taco bell yeah, yeah. that house on, you know that's joking but it's seriously like make sure you have the right address apartment number because if there's anything that you had to uh, refer to your contract if you're mm. ad- anything's wrong your contract could be void you know Ooh. voided so uh address yeah very important um other things is your scope of work very essential i think mm. it's a great opportunity to spell out what you're going to do a lot of contractors like to simplify their contract and they yeah. don't they, it becomes a little vague and i think that's a dangerous place to be would you say that's a red flag richard I think it's a red flag on the homeowner side. Yeah, you want to be able to define the scope of work. If you have mm. some drawings or plans, that can be your scope of work. Gotcha. So basically, yeah. your contractor just say, refer to these drawings. <laughs> mm. Simplify it. But when you're doing nice. like a kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel or a home remodel, and there's no plans involved and yeah. you're, you're doing certain things, I think it's very important to spell that out. And I think homeowners should demand a little more detail, right? Demand you know, that, um, homeowners. Yeah, yeah, install kitchen cabinets. Not good enough. <laughs> It is yeah. like, uh, yeah. w- what extent are you installing the kitchen cabinets or do you have some kind of drawing of the kitchen cabinets referred to right, to attach right. as an addendum to the contract? Very important because if I say install cabinets and then I show up and I install the cabinet, where does, where do you say I did that 
to what extent? Like yeah, they say, what about the yeah. toe kicks? Oh, I didn't put that. That's not part of our job. What mm. about caulking it to the wall? Oh no, that's not. We just said install cabinets. Dang, you know, yeah, so we yeah. in our contracts, uh, you know, we really like to spell out the work. You know, we're going to install mm. all edging, fillers, uh, toe kicks, crowns, moldings, door handles. Specific. Very specific. Very specific. All mm. when we demo, we're going to install new. To match existing, all caulking, drywall, mm. texture, paint to tie everything in to yeah. the new construction to blend. So, I mean, just being able to define those things. And if you're not going to include those things, just make sure you have your exclusions. Say mm. excluding all these things. So the homeowner understands like, okay, That's I'm good. paying maybe this guy's a little bit cheaper. And that way you can compare apples to apples because it's hard if one guy is given this full detail. Yeah. Of all this work, and that's what we do. And then we're very, uh-huh. we're telling you, we're gonna take, we're gonna finish your kitchen, make it look like it's always there, and blend, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be nice. But then our price is a little bit higher than the other guy. They end up going at the other eye, other guy, and then they learn that oh, I didn't know what they only were installing cabinets. Of course, it's cheaper, yeah, you know. And if there's just yeah. that, not only identifying what's there, but homeowners can also say, hey, you know, if. You know, the contractor that was very vague, if they would have spelled out what they're doing, they're able to weigh out the difference. And they could have said, hey, you know, ATN, you're not in our budget, but I see these certain things. What mm-hmm. if you took those out? We might have been lower than the other guy. Right, right. You know, I think that is very good to spell out. But at the same time, you know, homeowners, when they start comparing bids, make sure you're comparing apples to apples is what we call it. Mm. Make sure the scope of work is the same because if it's vague and one is very detailed the one that's very detailed is really thinking out the full project and i can almost promise the more detailed one will be more expensive every single time because they're really thinking out the full project and everything involved and they're considering all costs so essential scope of Mm. work uh duration of the project homeowners Mm. make sure you demand a contractor to put in the duration of the project make it part of the contract and contractor make sure you put it in so you you have you know yourself to uh um, promote something that you're going to finish right yeah Um, yeah you know uh it's actually a law thing. <laughs> the law for contractors in Hawaii, anyway, is uh-huh. you have to put the duration of project. Oh. Yeah, you can't just say, hey, I'm going to install your kitchen cabinets. You got to say one week of work. That sounds essential. It's very essential. <laughs> I think it protects both parties. Makes, right, right. Not really protect. protects more of the homeowner, but it, it makes puts a responsibility and accountability on the contractor. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important to put that in. Very essential. Um, Interesting. But my... my uh, favorite thing to share with builders, uh-huh. contractors, subcontractors are exclusions. Hmm. Exclusions are huge. I think that also communicates what's not included. Yeah, that you know, might be more important, actually. Yeah. It is. Well, yeah. yeah, defining the scope of work, saying, <clears throat> "Hey, these are all the things I'm going to do." Yeah. But some homeowners may look at those and attach other things to those like they like assuming if you're going to install a kitchen cabinet, you're going to caulk it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's very important to put exclusions just to it's re it's further communicating what details very yeah. very important yeah. details it's further communicating um your scope of work and what's not included so you so there's just a clear, clear communication uh, it's a great like i love our contracts because what we're trying to do is manage expectations from the beginning so right. yep. yeah yep. we like over yeah. over manage expectations yeah. in our contracts some people like that's not even contract verbiage that's just letting us know how we're going to cover up yeah. just so you understand like hey uh, we're gonna put ram board this is a standard 
floor covering to protect your floor mm-hmm. but we're not responsible for the damage of your floor if we're working a full renovation on an existing floor but yeah. if you want to do any extra things beyond our standard mm-hmm. please make sure you do what you can do and then we'll do what we know to do so it's, well it's like not really contract talk but it's basically letting you know right we're going to do our part to cover your flooring but you need to do your part too and we can't take on that risk of doing a full renovation on the flooring let me just say a quick side note yeah if we're doing a full kitchen remodel bathroom please consider flooring mm. just because that's like one of my pet peeves is like you want to spend 30 50 thousand dollars on uh kitchen or bathroom model and you're trying to save floor i get it but just be ready to have some damages on the floor. You can't have full construction, hammers, skill saws, and all yeah. these things. We can protect it to an extent, but flooring is hard to save. If it's if it's tile or something strong or durable, mm. then, yeah, it has a, a better chance of living. But if it's soft wood or wood-engineered wood... Uh, might not be a good idea. Yeah, I, we manage expectations from the beginning. We'll just tell mm. you, just expect there might be a ding, yeah. <laughs> you know, just... But we can't take <clears throat> on that weight just because you want to save money. We can't take on that risk. So we, we make sure we have waivers in place. And I think it's very important. We're just communi- yeah. we're just managing expectations, just letting yeah. you know ahead of time versus making a, an empty promise saying, oh, yeah, we can protect your floor. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, for right? sure. And then later yeah. it's like, oh, I thought you guys were professionals. You're supposed to cover your- Well, we are professionals, but I'm professionally telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, setting aside the legal side of contracts, Richie, I think that's more of the benefit. It's like the managing managing expectations. I mean, that's the the benefit of it's so like silent, but it's. I think that's what the benefit of the contract is managing the expectations. Yeah, and it's um, <clears throat> like we got tons of waivers that are actually in our contract, but we bring out these waivers, mm. um, like about floor covering, dust, and all this stuff. It's just managing expectations, and yeah. we're letting you know there's we can do everything we do, can do to control dust, but we can't control dust. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, if you really want, like. <laughs> Like, you know, like you see in E.T., where it's like fully covered, wearing suits and everyone, you don't have to worry about a speck of dust. I mean, Mm -hmm. you got to pay for that uh, Mm -hmm. extent. And I don't even know if we're professional enough to make everything so airtight. I mean, we're builders, right? We're not we're not cover uppers. (laughs) (laughs) But we train I train the guys really hard to cover up and do all these things to take care of things. But I've learned through the experience that you just we got to manage expectations and a contract is a great place to do that. But at the same time, you don't want your contract to be a a 40 page document of expectations, but um, find ways to simplify it, to communicate it in shorter sentences, whatever you can to manage expectations. Uh, Great place to do it. Payment requirements. Payment requirements. Yeah. So spell out your payment terms, you know, Mm. like. What are what are you going to request down for your down payment? What's how are you going to get paid throughout the project? And yeah. homeowners pay attention to those as well, and come to a happy medium. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. homeowner communicate what you want to do, and builder communicate what you need. I think on the homeowner side, uh, don't pay, uh, you know, in big chunks as much as possible. Try mm. to cut it up as much as you can. <laughs> What's the reason, Richie? Just scammers. Oh. Scam, I was just going to say, contractors with no integrity or, oh, okay. you know, yeah, accountability. Yeah. They can get money and uh, they get, you know, it's just too much money. There's no motivation. Yeah. So yeah. as much, it's kind, of, it's kind of sad to say this, but it's kind of like holding a stick with food and dragging it along. For the, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I told, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's. It's kind of sad to think like that, but it's it's the motivation. It's their right, business. Right, they yeah. need money, but if you give all the money up front, 
you know, then they get uh, not vulnerable, not motivated. <laughs> yeah, they they can lose a little motivation yeah. and they can start chasing. Like, I mean, I'll give you a scenario. Uh, I know a lot of subcontractors that do this. That mm. you know, uh, they have a big project. They're going to get a fifty thousand dollar payment if they finish, but yeah. this project only has seven thousand left. What's the priority? Mm. You know, yeah. I got to get this fifty to pay my guy so I can come finish the seven. That's I mean they're just constantly operating. That's a, yeah. I, mean, I hate seeing them in that place but i can see that happening so always try to right. keep the food on the string and stick in front of them as yeah. much as possible mm-hmm. but on the builder side or contractor subcontractor side you aren't a bank either mm-hmm. so you got to fight for the opposite get as much money as you can right and right. so i understand both sides you know but there has to be a comfortable agreement you know, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, with them. But uh, yeah, you don't want to start your project with no down payment, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't want to start your project and have all the money so far out, you can't even finish the project. So give realistic expectations. Mm. Um, and then as a builder, but as a homeowner, I mean, I think both sides need to fight and then find a happy median, yeah. <laughs> you know, just to, so, but those terms need to be in the contract, mm. you know, those are essentials. Essential. I mean, that's, uh, that's like all law and legal. Yeah. All this stuff is like what I learned when uh, you get your contractor license. You just they just tell you these got to be in there. These got to be in there. Yeah, nice. and then um, signature. <laughs> Don't just send the contract and then the homeowner is like, oh yeah, let's move forward. And then you get a payment and you're going. Payment doesn't solidify signed contract. Yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't. That's so crazy. so both sides make sure uh, you're getting the homeowner to sign your estimate, but on the uh, homeowner mm. as well. Make sure you get their signature as well so they can right, hold up right. to the contract. Because the contract's really in place for the homeowner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the homeowner can, can number one, it's so the builder can get their payments. Mm-hmm. But number two is so the homeowner can get what they're paying for. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Um, so make sure both parties are signing. Uh, you know, we send out our contract, get, it gets signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Nicole in the office sends it over to me and I got to, I got to sign it. And then she uploads it back for the homeowner. So, you know, both, both parties, uh, signature, um, as far as uh, proposal softwares, I would recommend mm-hmm. uh, Proposify. It's what we use. Proposify. Um, Proposify is a program where you can send out a proposal, send out a contract. Uh, they got a lot of verbiage already in there mm-hmm. uh, that can kind of help you uh, and you could build on it as you go. But yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's an experience. It's colorful. You can put pictures, videos. You yeah. can make it easier to read when, yeah, when yeah. you're going through. You can nice. uh, create an experience out of it. But when you send it, you you know if a homeowner opens it, how long they're looking at it, and mm. you can kind of gauge the temperature on, um, you know, uh, the the reading yeah, yeah. Uh, aspect of it. So yeah, those are all essential to me, man. Yeah. Um, essential things. That's my recommendation for uh, software. So yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Contracts. Yeah, contracts. <laughs> it is. Contracts are important, man. When you were uh, talking about contracts, I was thinking, what are we? What What do you mean? What we're, are contractors. we're contractors. <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about contracts, so I was like, oh, okay, so if if we see the whole project as a race, contracts would be in the beginning. And like mm. managing expectations, I was like, okay, this is you need a good start. Yeah, and so it good is. contracts, yeah. as you were saying, it's good. it's important. It's uh-huh. important. Let's move <laughs> on to our next stream, Richie. Uh, what does ATN recommend to homeowners when there is a breach in contract? In other oh. words, if they if they uh, what do you call break their contract, basically? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll go homeowners. Uh. I mean, there's both sides, but we'll, yeah, we'll, right, we'll give right. we'll give the homeowners. Uh, I mean, homeowners really can't 
break the contract. They can by not they, paying you. Okay, yeah, yeah I guess yeah, they yeah. can. <laughs> okay, let's start with the homeowners. Uh, homeowners, um, I mean, my first recommendation to homeowners before you try to do any kind of contract mm. is make sure they're licensed. Mm. If they're not licensed, there's nothing you can do legally. That's... Man, Dropping people gems. need to know this. <laughs> I know, man. I'm telling you guys, if you guys know any home uh, owners or that are looking to renovate, man, tell them to listen to this podcast. <laughs> they need to know yeah, these things. Go, yeah. go get Uncle Bobo. <laughs> you got, yeah, but you don't Make have sure any. He has his contract. <laughs> he I mean, he's, a, he doesn't he's not <laughs> yeah, licensed. He's, not he's, he's, that, he's definitely not licensed. Oh, no. um, but he, uh, yeah, if they're not licensed, there's nothing you could do legally. I learned that a long that's time crazy. ago. So I, I really wanted to get licensed. So, uh, you know, homeowners, I mean, that's the right thing to do anyway. Yeah. But I really wanted homeowners to trust and be able to have that, uh, you know, uh, legal opportunity to work with somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, being licensed is important. So make sure they're licensed, number one. Because yeah. if uh, they breach contract, there's nothing you can do. But I mean, you can go old school. You can... You can go American gangster on them. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> you know yeah. I got your driver's. I got your yeah. license. I got your car license. So I'm gonna look you up. <laughs> but, but maybe not the best way. No, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you might have to handle things your own way. There's nothing mm. you can do legally. So uh, number That's one nice. is uh, make sure they're licensed. Um, and. Uh, I would say on the contractor side, mm. <laughs> make sure the home, whoever signed the contract is the one paying mm. and actually owns the home. Oh, that's. Yeah, we man, learned. We, we got into that situation. A, a no. homeowner signed it and then they wanted to cancel contract after they made down payment. We bought all the material. We paid some subs and they're like, oh, we need a cancel contract. And I called a lawyer and the lawyer was like, wait a minute. These guys don't even own the home. Like oh, what? <laughs> like they were in the house and yeah. like oh no, they're uh they're just you know trustees, but you gotta need a trustee signature and all this. And I'm just like oh man, what can we do? There's like uh, I mean, how not- do you even find that? Like, so we have a process in place where we make sure the homeowner is the owner of the home. Yeah. So that's the person we deal with. Um. So you just gotta look up who owns the home. <laughs> there's there's a way though yeah yeah oh, okay, you can okay, look gotcha. it up online um, I see, see. or you can have the homeowner verify and mm. uh, we're not we're, i mean we need to ask that legally because yeah you know you got to make sure who you're dealing with because man i could i could scam somebody if i wanted you know and uh you know try to work get some yeah. stuff uh free out of somebody as a real estate agent so sure. I mean, you just got to make sure who you're dealing with um you know, and all those things. So I just make sure whoever's signing, make sure they have authority. Because what if it's somebody's son trying to renovate the dad's house, right? And the dad's in disagreement, but it's the dad's home, and you hire somebody to come. You know, yeah. As a son, yeah. I brought in the contractor. They start demoing, and the dad's like, "I'm not paying nothing. I didn't want anything done on my home, and then you right. ain't getting paid." So, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dad didn't sign it. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you can chase the son, but. The son was saying, oh, my dad's paying for everything. So I'm real careful of red flags of that. So um, uh, those are the first things. Make sure you get the right signature from the right people. <laughs> uh, number two is, um, you know, make sure the contractor is licensed. Uh, very mm. important stuff. Um, but, yeah, when there's a breach in contract, uh, homeowners, you have a couple things you could do. Uh, I mean, you could tap into their bond. Every co- licensed contractor has a bond with the contractor license. You can file a complaint online with BBB or Yelp or Vent. 
if you mm-hmm. need to um stop paying them for sure it's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea <laughs> yeah don't pay them you know um you know try to stop uh stop paying them uh but yeah uh there's even um if you're in a bigger project there's a lot of money involved and there's a mm. breach of contract and there's a lot of things that need to finish there's actually government assistance out there as well mm. and grants that can help people finish projects uh wow. that contractors breached make sure they're breaching contract and not I don't like him. Yeah, I don't yeah. like him doesn't count, unfortunately. <laughs> right, right. You know, he, I don't like the way he talks to me or none of that. We're not, and same for yeah. us. It, like we have homeowners that turned it into very transactional because mm. we are very relationship mm. centered in our, our business. And we love building relationships with homeowners, working with them. We like a positive experience. Yeah. But some homeowners are like, uh, some homeowners are like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. this is black and white. Don't touch me. Don't smile. Do what I say. Yeah. You know, and, and that sucks. And I wanted to cancel contract, but you just can't just cancel contract, right, you know, right. unless you put that in your contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be relational. <laughs> If I don't like you, I can cancel anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Would that actually hold? I don't know. If I don't know. <laughs> um, but as we, we talked about past podcasts, uh, contractors can put a lien on the home. Right, uh, there are yeah. certain things that a contractor can do. <clears throat> How ATN handles contracts and certain breachments or uh-huh. um, you know uh, anything in that matter, uh, we try as best as best as possible not to bring up a contract like we don't use that as our our sword through the whole project like contract says contract says you know we try as best as we can to just keep a good relationship Mm -hmm. we do some things above and beyond just to make Mm -hmm. sure we just because we want to move forward you know and there's a strategy in that if if you keep efficiency in front of you and you can finish a project in a timely manner there's less Mm. demobilization and mobilization meaning leaving the job site coming back to the job site gotcha um maybe you have to stop for a week because you're trying to work something out the contract yeah. things like that so um minimize mobilization demobilization um also uh you know anything you can do to uh just uh keep efficiency in front of you because mm. time is money you know in, in you. every aspect so mm. um, we just want to do everything we can to finish a project keep the keep the peace but there are, are times where we got to bring it up and just clarify we're doing every you know especially homeowners i think we're not doing things correctly we got to bring it up and say hey you know these are the plans Uh, you didn't make changes to the plans and these is why we're sending a change order but at the date we bid this thing this is all the information we have and this is what we bid on so um you know as much as possible we try not to but uh Mm -hmm. i think we've uh had to bring it up a few times but not too much i think we're able to ease our way through most projects keep efficiency and because we're able to finish a project you know um you know there's just a lot of cost savings there's a lot of uh uh um, what am I trying to say? Homeowners can get in quicker to their home. I mean, yeah, less yeah. stress, uh, the less length of stress. So, mm. um, uh, but yeah, if there's a breach of contract of not paying, then I mean, there's, uh, there's the things contractors can do too, like the liens. Good stuff. Oh man, this is a, this is a podcast for uh, homeowners, I think. I think so, man. Like, I think builders, uh, you know, and, um, contractors um, can get some good nuggets here but yeah if uh, there's a homeowner out there it's good to understand contracts yes. yeah yeah <laughs> this is gonna be a good one for them uh richie let's head on to our third stream it's gonna be what is the value of a contract value 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very <clears throat> valuable. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, by law, of course, you know, the whole point, I mean, that's the thing too, is like, it does hold value and the whole point of it, like why go through this whole proposal and contract if you're not going to bring it out? I had somebody yeah. tell me that, like, why is it such a, cause we go through a long process going back and forth, making sure all the words are right. And then, right. then we try to put it down and put it to sleep and just, and just go. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think there's a responsibility. I think it holds a lot of value, but I think there's a lot of responsibility on the homeowners mm. to understand the contract too so we can move forward. Because the one of the things that I, I bothers me is that we, we make sure we're crystal clear in our contract and proposal and we sign with mm-hmm. the homeowner and then we're moving forward. And I swear, two weeks later, they forget what they read. Oh, man. You know, and you have the yeah. document. I mean, we take all this time to put this thing together. Please take the time to read it. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't just sign it like, I get it. You know, there's a lot of pages and mm-hmm. you're just trying to get the thing done, but you're going to put yourself in a bad spot because I, I hold a lot of value to our contract. Yeah. I'm going to live or die by it. Mm-hmm. Like I will meet our contract. Mm-hmm. ATN will finish the contract. Mm-hmm. We, if it says to do something and we're losing $50,000, I'm going to make sure we're going to get it done and lose $50,000. Mm-hmm. I would expect the same from the homeowner. Right. You know, right. Um, so I really advise homeowners, read your contract and don't get convenient amnesia. You know, that's like the I'm sitting here fighting for integrity, fighting for you to trust, trying to live up to this contract. And then you act like you didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't see that, you know, but nothing's in small writing. You know, everything is very clear, very simplified. Uh, we do have some pages on there, but just make sure you read it. I think it's very yeah. important. So contracts are valuable. I mean. Um, you know, in the faith, let's talk about the faith, mm-hmm. you know, and God, um, God is a contract God. Mm. I mean, that's what the Bible is. It's a big contract. Mm. <laughs> People are like, what do you mean? Uh, I think from the beginning, man, he said, you know, he gave Adam and Eve the freedom of this land. And then they failed by doing the one thing he said, do not do. Mm. They broke contract. They breached it. Guys. <laughs> they breached contract. They breached contract. <laughs> <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dang adam um adam and eve so uh adam and eve broke contract you know uh but god is a loving god and he put a new contract in place in Mm -hmm. genesis 3 and just said you know he said he's gonna do he's gonna i think something like uh he's gonna uh kill the devil and bring jesus Mm -hmm. (laughs) i forget the exact (laughs) words but he has a contract in place in genesis Mm -hmm. 3 you should read it sometime um but basically he's gonna bruise the hill that's a uh conquer satan right yeah and he's gonna uh you know bring a savior to the world so right there man he just spelled out a contract and ever since that was spoken um everything else had to play out so he was just in his construction mode you know mm-hmm. doing everything he did let's look at moses and now <laughs> them is the hebrew the hebrews um you know he promised the hebrews uh mm-hmm. you know that's what contracts are the promises yeah right yeah, it's like yeah. a written promise i got you yeah. it's a covenant <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so he he made a covenant with with the hebrews that i'm gonna bring you out of egypt and take you to a promised land mm-hmm. you know um Oh, and promise he, land. Yeah, it's a promise. <laughs> it's a covenant. It's a contract land. Contract land, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but God, what's cool about God is, um, you're, you know, you notice in the, the Bible, it talks about a lot of kings. Mm-hmm. You know, what I love about kings is they're, they're, uh, they're a man of their word. Mm. When a king speaks, that's a contract. 
That's mm. how kings operate. They can't say things because if they accidentally say it, it's, they have to do it. They have to do, they it. Have to do it. And yeah. there's a lot of examples in that, like the book of Esther and the king spoke and then mm. they talked to the king. He's like, I can't go back on what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm That's a king. Nuts. Yeah. You yeah. know, if I do that, then I'm not a king. <laughs> yeah. So when kings speak, it is. Ooh. And God is is the king of kings, right? Mm. So he's when he speaks, it's mm. going to happen. And right, what's, what's cool right. is that he will never breach his contract. Mm. <laughs> never. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will never breach his contract. And so there are some things people may question, like, why is he doing that? It's because he spoke certain things and it has to happen. He had to, he ended up bringing back his original contract <laughs> with Jesus, yeah. bringing it back around and make, created a new covenant that put the old covenant away without breaching the old the covenant. Old co- yeah. I yeah. think it's just, it's so I mean, good. it's so deep. We ain't going, we're no, not going to go. So, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but he he established a new covenant that was mm-hmm. able to honor the old covenant, but put it away at the same time. Yeah, Isn't it's that, not it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's like, come on, man. Um, but yeah, contracts Genius. contracts are promises. I do bring a scripture for the the um, this question you brought today, and is uh, Joshua twenty three fourteen. I got a few I want to read just to establish uh, God's promises and contracts, just to encourage somebody. And now I am about to go the way of all the earth, and you know in your hearts and souls, all of you, that not one word is failed Ooh. <laughs> of all the good things that the Lord your God promised concerning you. All have come to pass for you. Not one of them has failed. Not one. That's what. It, that's like the establishment of God doesn't breach His contract. You know, mm. God doesn't, uh, you know, fail uh, in his words. They all come to pass, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. he says. Hebrews 9.15, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant. Mm. Those who are called may receive the promise of internal her- in, uh, eternal inheritance. So it's like um, establishing that there's a new covenant that takes out the old. Let's even read further in Hebrews 8.6. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant he mediates is better, since mm-hmm. it enacted on better promises. So it's just showing that uh, Jesus was established as a new uh, covenant, a mm-hmm. new contract. To uh, That's just to kind of back up what I was saying. But what what's so cool, man, is um, the promises of God. You know, where mm. you look at the Bible, it's just a big covenant. It's a big mm. promise book. It's a big contract. And um, all the promises he did, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it, I mean, it's 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 a comfort knowing that when he says something, I think there's a there's a city in, in the Middle East that he said in the Bible times, 2000 something years ago, mm-hmm. no one will will uh, live on this land mm. and this will be an abandoned land still to this day no one's lived on it we'll, i'll get that for you guys and, and put it in the bottom Trumps. but it yeah. but when he just says that and then it has to happen it's just crazy yeah. so what i love about that and encouragement to anybody uh, especially builders is um good or bad or whatever it looks like um you know i we want to do everything we can to honor contracts uh we want to be a reflection of God and and live up to those. So make sure what you're putting in your contract mm-hmm. <laughs> is something you can live up to. You don't yeah. like the worst thing is an empty promise, right? Like I remember I, I learned that real young. I don't say I promise yeah. unless I mean it. So if I say, hey, I'll promise I'll be right back. I can't say that because I can't promise I'll be right yeah. back. But yep. there are certain things you can promise, I, I believe, that you can say, hey, you know, I, I can fulfill this, mm-hmm. you know, but there's certain things that you can't promise. So I remember that at a real young age, just trying to keep 
that word. I wouldn't say it. If I said it, I meant it. You yeah. know, like, I will never say I promise unless I truly meant it. Right. And so, um, yeah, that's my encouragement on contracts is, you know, try to be a reflection of your faith in God and uh, just honor contracts as mm-hmm. much as possible. Uh, there are a lot of contractors, and uh, I know that will do everything they can to slip past some of it for the benefit of them. Mm-hmm. And But even with us, if it's in the contract, I look at that with high value to, to answer your question and uh, we'll honor it to the end yeah that's good integrity <laughs> it is integrity integrity at the end of the day so yeah, that com- hope, hope that stuff helped yeah oh yeah <laughs> let your yeses be yeses and your no's be that's no's. a scripture yeah yeah and so guys uh that's gonna wrap up uh, this uh, podcast uh we need your help we one of the reasons why um richie uh, want to start podcasts is for education we want to mm-hmm. help uh homeowners and builders and you know in, in all in the scope of uh, work that he does. Uh, there's a lot of things. Today's theme was uh, contracts, and I think this one's going to be a, a great help. So, guys, we need your help. Please share this uh, to your homeowners Do and this. to anyone that's looking to buy a home. Maybe, um, yeah, anything. Ask anything. We have we're a resource center. Uh, if we don't know it, we'll look it up and get it ready to answer for the podcast. Like yep. we'll make sure we have an answer for you. You know, a yeah. good one. So, yeah, guys, thanks for hanging out with us this Wednesday. Thanks for joining us, us on the boat until uh, <laughs> next week. Yeah, next week. All right, brother. Right See you guys. I come from. I'm a poor family, yeah, yeah.